Ladies and gentlemen, can I please have your attention? And I need all of you to stop what you're doing and listen. Now, live from Chicago, the Hal Sparks radio program mega worldwide. I have come here to chew bubblegum and kick ass. Hal Sparks, your comedian and multimedia personality. And I'm all out of bubblegum. Hal Sparks. All right, let's do this. Welcome to the show, everybody. Happy Saturday, everybody who's out there. Johnny Million is with me on the air, and uh, after my marathon session last week, this is going to seem simple, and today's show is just going to glide right by, even even with our our ongoing technical difficulties, which hopefully will end on Monday, because new computer arrives on Monday. Fingers crossed. (gasps) Yeah, big big delay uh, in the... uh, Video card world. I don't know if you're, you've been keeping up with this, but there's... No. Oh, yeah. Big, uh, chip shortages and all that kind of stuff that happened largely because of COVID and shipping. And, you know, I'm, I'm sure that, you know, uh, giant canisters of, uh, like, video cards at varying degrees of intensity were, you know, sitting on the evergreen as it was stuck in the Suez Canal and, you know, and oh, got wow. moldy. okay moldy and stopped working <clears throat> but you know fingers crossed we'll we'll be all right it it i've i've hope for this and i you know it shouldn't surprise anyone i think that um the as bad as as you know things are in uh the in, in some of the in some of the areas of the country where we've got an uptick in covid um, 52% case rise in the 14-day average over the last, uh, you know, and, and it, that has been consistent over the last month, largely because of the Delta variant, variant spreading in Trump districts. Um, 99.5% of the people who have passed away from COVID in the last two months has happened because they were not vaccinated. These are people who have not been vaccinated. And the 0.5%... Really percent the hospitalization rate, too. Yes, it is. And the 0.5% is either one dose or, you know, or they're not telling the truth. But I was vaccinated. <laughs> like, yeah. Um, the, the amazing part, though, is this is still at a time when Trump is planning another rally uh, based entirely on... Um, uh, I, I guess a um, the idea that he is both responsible for the vaccine happening at all and also um, that it is, uh, I guess, apparently uh, dangerous and you shouldn't take it because it'll fill you with nanobots and uh, um, and whatever, uh, chromium so oxide. No, what, ways, right? Most people can. I, I would if I were you. You know what I mean? Like, why, why, why pass on the nanobots? You know, that's I would. That's the part I would miss. You got all this great UFOs, all these UFO stories coming out of the Pentagon, and and you can't get some nanobots in your bloodstream, make you magnetic. Um, which you know, uh, still to you know to this day, it's an ongoing issue. Um, my I'm, I'm magnetizing guitar picks to my forehead. Um, over the course of you know this summer, one of the biggest issues that Trump has is that he's literally they've they've had a voter issue okay I've said this before and I stand by my assessment of this that the um oops hold on my headphones switch sources and we don't want that Uh oh Oh, no we don't want that um uh 
the 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 Trump like Trump has a couple of issues. The the voter suppression bills that are clearly that don't 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 get me wrong. Understand that I am aware that there are portions of the Republican Party that would like to t- keep minorities from voting and certainly limit voting in Democratic uh-huh. uh, enclaves. Right. Um. Uh, oh gosh. There is no sound on their side. That's very strange. I will see why that is. Sorry, uh, everybody. On that's odd. It should be on. It shows it on. Okay, I've got to end the stream and I got to fix this on my end. We'll fix it in just a moment. Um. Anyways, the <clears throat> oh, I see. That's what that is. The the you know I I've said that the. Republican Party, while they're trying to, you know, stop Democratic votes as much as they can, in reality, there's also a huge aspect of this that is just trying to get their voters back on board. That that is more than any other issue. um, The they are not going to vote. vote. Everything's rigged. Right. It's all rigged. Everything's fake. It didn't work last time. They they went out. They did their due diligence. They they went out. They, it took them twenty minutes to vote. Other people were standing in line for six hours. They voted in twenty minutes. You know, uh, with uh, eighty five machines to choose from in their district and all that. And um, yeah, uh, over here. I, is there an audio issue in Chicago? You guys hear me? Okay, Chicago. I just. Okay, great. Okay, not quite sure. Um, we were getting complaints either from the CPT website that the audio sounds weird. So um, I'm checking. Thank you. <laughs> um, so re- over the course of you know the last seven months, Trump has been complaining that the election was, of course, stolen from him. That it was all rigged, the most rigged election we've ever had. Meanwhile, it wasn't, and we have the biggest paper trail we've ever had, um, and the. Arizona audit, which is coming to an end, is now, uh, it, it is reported that they are going to have yet another recount after Cyber Ninjas and all their volunteers, including some January 6th insurrectionists, have gotten a hold of all the ballots and have been able to mess around with it and and play with the machines and disappear. Box- like there are, There's literally a cage where the ballots are supposed to stay, and there's only two people with access, and the and the guy with access was bringing boxes of them out of the cage. What is the point of said rules if they are not observed? So, and if any Democrat was doing this, they would scream bloody murder and burn the state house down. It, it is absurd in its hypocrisy. It is overt and obvious. But it is all the result of Donald Trump saying it was the most rigged election ever, and that they were, huh? you know, they've been. Uh, you know, cheated and he was, he won. And frankly, he did win this election, which is what he said on that. And like, he's been hanging on that ever since. And, and basically all of these little mini rallies he's doing have all been about, you know, he really did win. This really is a, um, like, uh, there's, there's a chance. So you're saying there's a chance. There's a chance <laughs> that he's a chance. that he's actually going to be able to come back to office. And I, Johnny, I sent you right before we went on the air a card that is being passed around at CPAC, which is just uh, I um. Hmm. It's a seven-step plan. It is. Uh, what's th- this? Is a seven-step plan to reinstate Donald Trump. 
um, as easily and quickly as possible. What's uh, just for for me and the and the listeners? What's step number one? What's uh, you have it up there? <laughs> Rev, we just reveal the Achilles heel. Pull back the curtain on the horror show that is today's Democrat Party. Watch Pelosi melt like a witch witch in the West. Mm-hmm. See the Black Caucus and other key groups flip unexpectedly and watch the tables turn. That is a hefty ask for I, just step one. Yeah, I don't. I That's have to, kind of a compound step, don't it, you think? It, I don't know that that I think it I think there's I'm putting it up on the screen so folks can see it on the. And this is like one, one A, one B. Yeah, there's a lot of uh, subsection A category three <laughs> in that, and and but let's let's be honest. The step one is reveal Achilles' heel, which has a nice rhyme scheme to it. I love it. Reveal Achilles' heel. Um, the pull back the curtain on the horror show that is today's Democrat Party. That and watch Pelosi melt like the Wicked Witch of the West. I don't. I'm, are we assuming that step one is the pull back the curtain is on the whole like pedivore adrenochrome thing? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, is that what they're talking about? Because I, I, there's nowhere in this. Yeah, and and uh, and by the way, um, our oh, I know what it is. I see um, the the issue that I, I figured out uh, during the break. When we, we're going to take a break real quick. During the break, I'm going to re-up the show. Um, one of the uh, issues that I've had is uh, we, re- we had to restart. And so, therefore, the frame rate's wrong for going out to the web. So I'm going to fix that during the break. We'll be back in just a moment. It's the Health Park Radio Program, Mega Worldwide on WCPD Radio, Chicago's Progressive Talk. Uh, steps two through seven, which I'm sure will work right after this. Attention, attention, stop what you're doing. Because we're coming back to the Hal Sparks radio program, Mega Worldwide. They went a little crazy with it, and I appreciate it. Now let's get back with Hal Sparks radio program, Mega Worldwide. Welcome back. So uh, thanks for joining us. Um, Over the course of, uh, you know, and I don't know how... You know the whole Trump reinstated thing works. I'm just a, I I haven't looked forward to an August this much, and I don't know how long. Johnny, you I mean it's usually the month where news takes a bit of a break. We yeah, learned you know over the last few years we've known that that's kind of actually not happened. It would be nice to have had another August uh, vacation month where people kind of it's it's just the general down month. Your last month with the kids and getting them ready to go to school. And and all that in the fall, so you know it's that last chance to take that vacation to uh, yeah. Trump Land or Trump's Casino someplace. And um, uh, by the way, there's more information uh, on um, the the name of this plan is called Trump in in days, not years. Um, nice. And and there's a website too. I didn't realize there was a website. Um, the first plan is, of course, pull back the. Uh, um, pull pull back the curtain. Reveal uh, reveal the the Achilles heel of the Democratic Party, which they call the Democrat Party. The second one was um, uh, what's the second part of the plan, Johnny? 
What's the second step? Well, second step. We've got, okay, so we've revealed the Achilles heel. We've pulled back the curtain. And now, Nancy Pelosi we, has now we melted. Just, apparently, we just have to sit back and watch. Okay. Witness a trusted conservative elected as Speaker of the House and finally reveal suppressed results of existing investigations into electric racketeering. Ooh, I don't think that'll go as well as they want. I don't. And, and, and by trusted conservative, do they mean Trump himself? Is that the question? Uh, you know what I mean? Or is it just... Well, if he's going to be Speaker of the some, House, that's, that's well, where they it, eventually want it. Is that is that where this goes? Um, uh, I have to... We have to see the rest of this. Okay, so that's step two. Okay, witnessing stuff. Great. Uh, step two is that... Or sorry, step three is... Correct the official record. Reveal that Trump legitimately won the 2020 election. Yeah, gavel that in. Gavel that you know, garbage that could be in. Step one, and then I think be so. Over. Uh, yeah, you would think that that would actually be the thing. It's kind of it's kind of like putting your hit third on the record. Maybe you're trying to yeah. anchor it in there. Maybe that's what it is. Four is, of course, the Speaker of the House drafts articles of impeachment for Biden Harris. Um, uh, and uh, okay, so they oh they buried the lead on this. Step five is citizen Donald J. Trump is placed into the line of presidential success, succession behind the vice president by electing him Speaker of the House. Oh, so somebody it's a different Speaker of the House. So they they bring in uh, what the ghost of Dennis Hastert or uh, <laughs> or, or Matt. G- oh, maybe it's Marjorie Taylor Greene. It, it like. Mm. Decide she's going to be temporary true Speaker of the House. Yeah, she's by un- on her way. Yeah, by unanimous vote. And then, uh, uh, let's see, Speaker of the... And then, okay, Speaker of the House Donald J. Trump then calls for a vote to impeach, charge, and remove imposters Biden and Harris. Um, all right, I, I, yeah, I feel... I, I'm not feeling... And by the way, I found the website. I looked it up. I found it. It's called... Uh, um, Patriots, it's trumpcard.patriotssore.com. S-O-A-R, like fly, not like a festering, sure. not like a festering hole in your skin. Not S-O-R-E. Not okay. at all S-O-R-E, all right. And number seven is, of course, duly impeached, charge and remove Biden and Harris, whereby rendering all acts of said imposters while in office null and void and of no effect, exclamation point. Then duly elected Donald J. Trump resumes his rightful place as U.S. president. Um... This will, okay, it's a seven-point plan to restore Donald J. Trump in days, not years. And that's the site. Trump, and the name of the website is Trump in Days, Not Years. So, oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, oh, and, it, and by the way, uh, it opens with, I think, the most sort of rousing rally cry that you could expect. Rush taught us fun wins, despair loses. Ooh. That would be well, Rush, Rush Limbaugh. Rush nothing if not fun. Yes, because uh, 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 he had snurred grass or somebody like that in the background all the time making jokes with him, right? <laughs> his mate, his pretend dude. Um, to get in on the fun and conversation, just a- email trumpcard at patriotstore.com with the subject Tidney. Tidney is what this mm-hmm. is called. Tidney. Trump in days, not years. Tidney. Uh, ah. Yeah. I think it has to be in all caps. And let's get the party started. 
Then have your party hat ready to celebrate Nancy finally being speechless when she passes the gavel to the new Speaker of the House, Kevin McCarthy, whose first job will be commencing an emergency congressional investigation into election racketeering and get ready of the uh, get ready to be tired of winning again in all caps. <laughs> must be so exhausted. Ah, that's just uh, yeah. Um, oh, this and this is um, by the way. Um, there's nothing funny about these monsters I've been doing to no, while nobody's watching them. them but the, do you know how? Um, the, I don't know if you saw the blacks for Trump guys behind Trump at the rally. I think it was the, I want to say it was the Ohio one, may have been Sarasota, and mm. it turned out that those guys were the the Moorish group that seized the highway in in whatever in Massachusetts. Gotcha. On their on their way to train in Rhode Island or something like I'd like I don't know their destination's a little sketchy, um, where, and and if they even had one at all because they were going to seize a house, and mm. you know they've done that they've seized people's houses and said that it's the property of Morocco and that the Moroccan Americans uh, the Moorish Americans or Moorish Moroccans well, I don't know the morons. That think this is this is a working plan. Think they can seize people's property. Uh, one of them tried to seize an amusement park that had been uh, that was uh, in disuse, and he tried to do this uh, while he was uh, on. He was in prison for murder. Um, this kind of yeah, it's fun. So there, if you look at the Blacks for Trump website, that they had, they were all wearing uh, like God's Trump or you know God's Blacks or whatever shirts. Dot org um, while they were standing yeah. behind him. If you go to the actual link, there's like three pages of we support Trump and black people support Trump and we are the black people that support Trump and da da da. If you go past the fourth page, it's like, you know, we follow this particular prophet. He says we don't have to obey property rights or need driver's licenses or gun licenses because we're Moors. If you want to join us and you're, uh, you're, I, an African American slash more, you're allowed. It costs you fifty bucks. Follow the links, and then there's a bunch of like videos attached to the bottom. If you want to just dive into lunacy, if you want to, if you want to see lectures on why you don't have to pay taxes as a more, and and how you know Morocco is actually the original, uh, uh, like the Moroccan citizens are the original citizens of America. I, it's, it, I'm getting a nosebleed just talking about it. That's a so, lot. Same thing, by the way. It's nice to know there's a white equivalent, um, you know, because it, it's a diverse community of lunatics out there. You know what I mean? If the, if if anything, the Q world and and the sovereign citizen movement is becoming as diverse as any other community, and it's lovely. Indeed. The, in this on this Patriot Sword site, they have a page called Nancy's Gag Gifts, um, and this is, I guess, these are gotcha videos that talk about oh. Nancy Pelosi. The first one says, watch Nancy block long overdue criminal investigations into uh, um, MLK, MLK Jr. and JFK Jr. Uh, watch Nancy hide from questions about her dark relationship with Jim Jones and Jonestown. That's new to me. That I'm going to have nice. to watch. That's, I need, I'm going to have to get some popcorn. Watch Nancy duck when asked about Ted Kennedy, BLM, Charles Manson, and the race war. Mm. <laughs> Uh, I, I, as one thing? All right. Watch Nancy love the BLM, the CCP, and the weather underground. So these are videos you can uh, watch of her. Um, MJK. Who? 
All right, I'm Just very. Oh, it's oh, and then we go straight into secret satanic sacrifices. This whole nice. pages okay, cool. now we're now we're getting. This is okay. I just discovered my Saturday afternoon, folks. I this is <laughs> this is what I get to dive into on your behalf. Is this uh, yeah yeah? So uh, Nancy um, Pelosi is apparently uh, tied up with uh, uh, MLK, the criminal, uh, not mm-hmm. the revered minister and civil rights leader. Um, and of course she's, uh, in like a tick with, uh, Jonestown and Charles Manson, which of course is, uh, all a part of BLM. Um, I would guess, is that, you think, um, I don't, I have a hard time even kind of grasping. Is this a, a, a furtherance of Helter Skelter that they're arguing that this is Carrie? Cause well, Charles sure. Manson, remember Charles Manson, as your conspiracy, as your, Ted Kaczynski-level Kaczynski conspiracies go as far as how you're going to take over the world and make it right as a, a, you know, from an activist, psychopath point of view. The, mm-hmm. the, literally, the, the Charles Manson one is one of the dumbest and most simplistic and utterly hack ideas because understand that Charles Manson believed, and he stole this apparently from another dude, but you know the first part of it, that there was going to be a race war that blacks would win because they were physically stronger and mm-hmm. that but he believed they weren't smart enough to run the world afterwards so they would need some white people to run it for themselves and the Manson family would step in and rule over a kingdom of black people it was like, like and, and wait the best part <laughs> the best part of the plan is that he got it from listening to the white album get it see the white oh. album, the white album. It's the. I mean, can you imagine if it. Charles Manson had been alive in the '90s, and how the Metallica album with Enter Sandman yeah. on it would have thrown a monkey wrench into his entire plan? You know what I mean? Maybe it would have worked. Yeah, absolutely. Has anybody ever released like a lavender or a peach album on any of these oh, things? Definitely. We got to take a all right. Yeah, we got to take a break. Serious news after we come back. There. And by the way, just in case you're wondering, uh, this this plan, this seven point plan uh, that's being passed out at CPAC, um, would be the kind of stuff you would see etched in journals written in excrement by some psychopath wandering down the street um, years ago. Um, and it is now on laminated cards because you don't want people to get too excited. And ruin the plan um, being passed out at CPAC. Um, speaking of passed out at CPAC, uh, Don Jr. also spoke there. We'll talk about that when we come back. If you're really full of uh, piss and vinegar about the Democrats and you're really, really upset, I've got a huge solution for you. There's a brand new CBD gummy, and it's called Sunday Scaries. So if you're looking for a way to decompress after a week of politics, Sunday Scaries can help. Visit sundayscaries.com, use the promo code SEXYLIBERAL, all one word, at checkout, and get 25% off your order. That's 25% off at sundayscaries.com with promo code SEXYLIBERAL. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. These products are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. These products are not for use by persons under the age of 18. That's sundayscaries.com, promo code SEXYLIBERAL. Hell's Barks. Back, back, back. You want to get sued? Um, so yeah. 
Kyle Sparks is back, y'all. I love him! Now let's get back to the Hell Sparks radio program, Mega Worldwide. Hey, listen. Hey, listen. That guy gives uh, Robert in Florida a run for his money in the heaviest Chicago accent. No, wasn't that I yeah. love him from one of your stand-up releases? Yes, it is. It's from the uh, 911, uh, yeah, bit. Um, so <laughs> I just I picture this. I love him. Yes, yeah, the guy's poking a forks, using a fork to stab himself. Yeah, um, the old uh, you, uh, you're not making a canoe out of me. Um, uh, you know, reference in there. Um, so. Uh, I, I watched a, a, a decent amount and or an indecent amount of CPAC, um, you know, speeches this time around. And the ongoing reality of this circumstance that is becoming that 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 card that's being passed around that we were joking about in the first couple of segments um, under normal circumstance would be the kind of thing. I don't know if you've ever been to a political gathering like that, Johnny. Have you ever been to like. No, no I know, nothing yeah. even close to that. OK, so I. I've been to, you know, uh, I've never been to CPAC, but I've been to like Politicon twice. And there's kind of like the, the, like, there's two, the extremes of CPAC are at Politicon, right? The middle ground of CPAC doesn't exist there. It's not, you know, it has no place at, you know, Politicon. Um, but the, the edges of CPAC, the absolute front runners and their supporters, and the absolute dregs both show up at, at uh, Politicon, right? And so you'll find these folks passing out these kind of flyers at Politicon and, and the like. But they're not usually welcome at places like CPAC. They have to stay out now by the merch table, I think. And we, ever since Hillary Clinton, the you know, the, the Hillaryphobia, uh, the, uh, you know, the Hillarysteria, um, that that the the right has had for all the you know the freaking out about you know orange man bad and Donald Trump derangement syndrome and yada yada they they basically printed the the flyer on that kind of behavior with Hillary Clinton the belief that she is not just a politician they don't like because she helped get S chip in place so that children could have health insurance um, when they live below the poverty line um, not, not not just those folks. Who definitely are the the financiers behind that movement, but people who genuinely believe that she is a Satan worshiping pedophile <laughs> monster who drinks you know kids spine juice and stuff, and it's it's awkwardly stupid, you know, it's weird, it's beyond weird, you know, but they exist and they kind of hang around the edges of stuff. Well, now they are they've been fully mainstreamed, and CPAC itself did nothing. Uh, was nothing short of pandering directly to that crowd, right? You've, there's always been, if you have any, uh, I would say any, like anybody who's been to a city council meeting, somebody's <laughs> going to stand up at some point and blow the night for everybody. There's, you know what I mean? Like there are people, there'll be citizens groups and their representatives, individuals who come down and, and have, they have a gripe. There's been a pothole in front of their business for months and months and months. And everybody who hits it almost careens into the front of their store. There's been people who, you know, have a gripe about some, you know, the te- the, the uh, teachers union or the education board or whatever, those kind of like politically motivated things. And then there's always, a, you know, a guy who comes in there who stands up and drops a, a giant loose leaf notebook that's held together with string on the podium 
and in his two minutes tries to read the whole thing about the Rothschilds and the fact that the city uh, council has no authority over him because it's it doesn't the city doesn't exactly it doesn't actually exist because the the documents to incorporate it are a business document therefore he he in this moment decides to hire and fire the entire city council as the new CEO of Schaumburg right those kind of things happen right it's the same thing why I don't if there's ever a question and answer <clears throat> uh, segment after a lecture series or a class I, you know I took some extended uh, classes at UCLA in screenwriting back in the day, in the 90s. And I learned very early not to stick around because it was always somebody there who, you know, said, you know, I had the idea for Jurassic Park and Independence Day and Die Hard and and Hollywood stole my script and made it three different movies. <laughs> You're like, wait, what? So you had a ver- you had a, an idea that was Jurassic Park meets uh, Die Hard Meets Independence Day? Yeah. But they didn't have the vision to make it. How much was the budget going to be? About $14 billion. Right. Back then. Right. And when did you write the script? I can't After- imagine how often that happens. Oh, the Me oh, Too oh it's aggro. Yeah. I mean, it's funny at first, and then you realize it's a waste of your time. Well, yeah. you know, imagine going to – imagine taking that lecture and going, okay, I dodged the bullet. I don't I, – I know now – to only be there for the actual business of the committee or to be there for the actual lecture. And then once that stuff starts, I'm bailing. I'm getting out of there. You know, it's fine. Imagine showing up the next time and the city council is full of the guys with the bound up notebooks or the lecture series is actually being carried out by the guy who says he wrote Die Hard Jurassic Park uh, Independence Day 3, The Reckoning. Um, that's, that's, where the, that's where CPAC is. That's what CPAC has become. That the that the the fringe Hillary haters that made news at CPAC. Remember back in the day, that was that was one of the things that stood out. Like CPAC is this weekend and it's family values and yada yada, and they're doing their regular perfunctory Republican speeches, which are ultimately frighteningly hypocritical and ridiculous and, and invoke the name of Jesus in one hand and then invoke the idea of, you know, um, allowing people to starve in the desert on our southern border, you know, because it's not our problem in the same speech, in the same paragraph in some cases. And that, you know, while that was still part of the, it, the cruelty of modern republicanism, it was also within the kind of boundaries of reality and their belief system, right? Whereas these people, the stiff-armed people, were out selling, you know, you know Hillary for Guantanamo shirts out in the lobby. They have now taken over that whole uh, uh, like that whole organization, and now they've got offshoots of it. There used to be one CPAC conference, right? And and there's a there are a lot of people are saying that like the the offshoot CPACs are literally just so that Donald Trump will have a rally in those areas because he's not going to pay for the space to do a rally because um, the he, there's an article out. This was kind of amazing. Um, so Trump did his uh, Wellington, Ohio um, rally, which is his first one, his launch, right? And it was to attack a Republican, which I'm 100% for. I cannot tell you how much I support this rally and everyone who went to it, and I hope they follow through with everything they spoke of um, because they will uh, oust a Republican and, the, and then end themselves up in jail, So and end up in jail. So I, I don't care. But hopefully they won't harm any, you know, any innocent bystanders in the process. But 
he did not, um, he rented this fairgrounds. This is the story that I heard at the time. And there was a wedding going on at this fairgrounds. I was less than 15 minutes away from this place. And, just, you know, would have if it wasn't a Delta variant, uh, you know, <laughs> super spreader event, I'd have gone. But, and, you know, and I have been vaccinated, but some of the folks at, you know, that in my family hadn't yet or, or had it, had COVID, but had not had their vaccine yet. And so, therefore, I didn't want to bring in this variant possibly on my hands and clothing or what have you from this event, sure. which I had no doubt was there. So I, I wanted I wanted to go. But I had heard the story around this was that Trump had rented this, you know, this space kind of last minute. And they were putting on this rally and uh, there was this wedding that was going on there. And they were all angry because it took up all the parking for this large wedding that was going on. Turns out Trump did not rent the fairgrounds for his rally. Turns out Trump rented the parking lot for his rally. At a he wouldn't pay for the actual fairgrounds, the stage where you'd normally see some, you know, the nuge uh, opening for Damn Yankees, opening for uh, the fill-in Night Ranger crowd. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. in, a, in, a, in a I mean, an honestly, a really fun day at the fair. But um, you, there's a stage where you can do that, where that's there all the time. Well, that's not where they rent. They didn't rent the fairgrounds. They rented the parking lot at, and at so low a rate that he made them sign an NDA because he was so cheap. Because he wouldn't pay, like, you're like, you're talking literally like, it costs fifteen thousand dollars to rent the the actual fairgrounds, and and twelve hundred dollars to rent a section of the parking lot. And he was so embarrassed by the fact that people would go, "Why wouldn't you just pony up for the fifteen k?" Yeah. If you're if it's a rally, what do you? I mean, this is obviously paid for by funds from the you know that people are raising, so he can do these rallies. These are self perpetuating rallies because he sells merch and all this stuff. At these things, like it's bizarre. So it turns out also that he uses for security uses the Secret Service, and then the ground security he outsources to the local police. They used all the police, all uh, the the Wellington, Ohio police um, spent all of their overtime money for the year covering his rally with the because there's like five cops in the area. And they had to because he wasn't providing broader security. And they will at some point want to bill him for making them do that. They should be able to bill him for the overtime like they would do any concert or event that requires mm-hmm. that. But he's, they know he's going to stiff them. And since they're a Trump-friendly district, it doesn't make sense for them to do anything but eat the cost. So this and and this is happening everywhere they go. This is you know and so this the CPAC um, uh, gathering, which by the way they dropped the uh, the the Nazi rune uh, shape for the stage, and it was simply just a, a giant phallus. Um, <laughs> over this this the one in Dallas was literally created simply so that. You know, Don Jr. and them could come down there and rally around this. He's going to be in, Trump's going to be in Arizona for another one of these things, and he's flying through Vegas, God forbid, as he's uh, to go to the McGregor Poirot fight, whatever, uh, whoever he's fighting. Um, 
yeah. on his way, on, yeah, on our dime, on the taxpayer's dime, right? Because and 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 all the while he'll stay at Trump, uh, god awful down here, and then he'll go to Arizona to push the the furtherance of the 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 next final maybe recount which is going on, which is madness. Uh, we'll talk about that when we come back. Um, there is going to be another recount in Maricopa County. Right uh, on. This is, the, this is the House Sparks Radio Program, Mega Worldwide on WCPT Radio, Chicago's Progressive Talk. I know I'm only on one day a week. I get it. I'm going to have to jump on uh, GarageBand and start sawing something together. This is the House Bar Show. And then a guitar note. And then progressive. And all. Yeah, it's going to be good. Hey, how? Did you mean something like this? This is the House Bar Show. And then a guitar note. And then progressive. And all. Yeah, it's going to be good. The House Parks Radio Program. Mega Worldwide. Yeah, it's going to be good. Yeah, it's solid. Oh, it's bar to dar. Bar to dar. It makes sense. Come on. Work with me. I love the, it. Uh, so the, this time around, the Maricopa County uh, recount is going to be ca- conducted by the state senators who brought you the first one. And the uh, I, and my guess is it... Well, I originally, I think I was offended like a lot of folks and embarrassed by this ridiculousness that they're going to, what, another recount for God, oh, for God, darn, darn. Who is it, Mr. Singlinden? And when I, the more I thought about it. <laughs> was that Jimmy Chase? Yes, it was. Fletch. Oh, I got, I, I'm in bridge construction and uh, these take up a lot of space. So over, you know. A lot of times I will react to stuff that Trump does or that his clan does and or those folks like the like the voter suppression laws that they're pushing at face value, like a lot of folks do. And then I go, oh, that's terrible. They're trying to suppress people's votes and terrible, terrible. And it's and while, you know, like I said, that is partly true. After a little bit of reasoning and sitting there and just kind of contemplating what they're doing for a while, I I sort of recognize a, a. a secondary or at least an underlying primary motive for what they're doing. The real reason behind the stated reason for a lot of this stuff um, is CYA. And in the case of the, you know, Trump's, uh, you know, crowded, it's a rigged election. He keeps saying this. So therefore they have to do all these recounts and stuff to prove for 2022 that, it's okay to vote again to all the Republicans. Just convincing. This is all just smoke to convince them to go back to the voting booth after they've given up on the idea of voting and and have been, I mean, trashing democracy nonstop, but also not planning on going out and voting. This is going to undercut the vote on, you know, for Republicans, no matter what they do. I'm telling you, there will be a statistical, a, a, a statistically measurable drop in Republican voting in 2022 and 2024 because of the big lie. And they know this, and they also know that they're not reaching any other voters in the interim. They're not bringing yeah. new people in to, to, to cover for the gap created by the QAnons and the Mike Flynnites who are believing this stuff. So um, the recount, uh, oh my God, Maricopa County, another recount. What the heck? 
right? This is the this is the concern. Like, what are they doing? This is so embarrassing. I honestly think that the that some of the Republican state senators are doing a recount at the end just to make sure that the stuff they're getting back from Cyber Ninjas matches the stuff that was there when Cyber Ninjas took over. Yeah. You know what I mean? It, think of it yeah. as as a, a you know an an audit of the audit because you would have to. You're responsible, like the Cyber Ninjas is not responsible for maintaining these records for years or any of that kind of stuff that's in the state's, uh, you know, uh, system or whatever. I mean, uh, they literally sent all the voting records of Maricopa County in Arizona to a secret lab in Montana run by a guy who nobody can see. It's, I mean, they're off, they're allowed to do seemingly almost whatever they want as long as what they, you know, as long as what they do on camera it looks legal to the the people who fomented this nonsense in the first place. But the state senators have a legal responsibility. They have a job they have to do. They can get in trouble. If they if any of them if there's a stack of fifty thousand, you know, a box of fifty thousand ballots and they hand it to a buddy of theirs and it comes back with forty seven thousand ballots in the box, they're on the hook for that. And that very well may be why the need for yet another quote-unquote recount, because they're not saying it's an audit. They are not calling it another audit of who voted for who or the, the tallies themselves. It is literally a recount, not of the content of the ballots, who voted for who, but the number of ballots, that the number of ballots that left on its way to Cyber Ninjas is the same number of ballots that came back. And I... I in this area, in that in that reasoning, I am a hundred percent sympathetic with the state senate of Arizona because there is simply no way yeah. to not do this because and and any discrepancy they're going to find should be a huge legal story and a warning to cyber ninjas and anybody that's working for them that if they're you know shredding Biden votes during this process, which you know is is their dream gig. Or the like, or or trying to add, bringing in their own Trump votes, trying to break the algorithm they say is already broken, and adding Trump votes to this. But you know, all we got to do is smuggle in ten thousand sheets of paper. That's not too hard, right, guys? The, if if they return a s- stack of things that was a different number, less votes for Biden, more votes for Trump, than they received, um, that in and of itself will be an enormous story. Um, so Wouldn't yes, it? and and James Freeland in our uh, in the chat is saying uh, that the cyber ninjas have destroyed all the entire chain of evidence, and that's exactly Wouldn't the goal. Because now it's like it's like the hunter the alleged Hunter Biden laptop. Once it's in Rudy Giuliani's hands, and, and considering his position as being the uh, lawyer and consigliere of uh, of Trump. Um, during the re-election campaign and his fight against, you know, the you know fight invoking the big lie, that that you know having it hidden in his apartment for two years and handing out only copies of copies of copies of it um, that he you know of an initial hard drive he bought in Ukraine. Let's not kid ourselves um, from Russian sock puppets that he was in bed with and with his security firm. Um, 
that 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 chain of evidence, there is no situation, none whatsoever, where if you wanted to arrest Hunter Biden for any of the crimes alleged in any of these schemes, that you could present the quote unquote laptop as evidence because any lawyer would get it thrown out immediately. It's it would like it's been the chain of evidence on it is so absurd. There is no way to guarantee the authenticity of it. It, 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 it's, it, it's so bad in the handling of evidence because he used to work for SDNY. He used to be a lawyer, <laughs> um, used to, um, that he knows these things. Therefore, it looks like wanton disregard and misuse and, and destruction of evidence. And, you know, right. and, and, the, and again, the fact that he's making copies of copies of stuff that allegedly, according to him, contain pictures of underage girls in them, which we've even though he handed over to the Delaware State Police and to the FBI, none of them came back with anything similar. So uh, I guess these I mean, again, Rudy, you know, it might have been wishful thinking on Rudy's part, considering his uh, attraction to Borat's daughter, who he believed at the time was 15 years old in the video clip in the Borat movie. 15. 15, folks. 15 years old, alone in a hotel room. Rudy Giuliani reaching into his pants, touching her on her backside. Uh, Yeah, tucking. He was tucking. This, this, This guy believes... Um, and, and again, it's it's intent and your awareness that makes the crime because, you know, uh, ask Chris Hansen. It doesn't have to be a real 15-year-old you're chatting with online to get you busted. Oh. It can be an actor posing as such to get you busted. That still qualifies, right? And in this situation where, you know, if Rudy Giuliani legitimately believes or says he legitimately believes, which is the tough part, um, uh, that there are underage girls on said laptop. He is copying and disseminating nude pictures of under uh, of underage girls, which is a crime. Ladies and gentlemen, if you ever find a laptop or hard drive you believe cl- contains evidence, hand it over to the authorities. Do not keep it and make copies and hand them out to newspapers and authorities for your own and and then dole out little slivers of them on a podcast. Uh, Like at some point you're eating away at the credibility if it was real evidence and if it's fake evidence, you are disseminating blackmail or or running an extortion scheme. It's super obvious. Anyway, So the the same issue is going on with the cyber ninjas. Everything that's happened has broken so many rules that anything they allege to find is would never stand up in court. Even if they had actually found someone, this is why you can't be sloppy in these important moments. Why you can't just, you know, play ducks and drakes with the whole thing because eventually somebody go, yeah, we found somebody, but it was, you know, fruit of the poison tree, uh, illegal search and seizure. Um, we do not know where those thing, those documents were, and we cannot authenticate them a hundred percent. So therefore, we can assume because this was a political rivalry that these are doc- these documents are faked. That's it. Case dismissed. You're done. So, and if you really believed this stuff, if you really believed that there was something, these shenanigans were going on in, you know, in Maricopa County and in Arizona and all this stuff, how dare you be this sloppy with this stuff so that you're, that if you found something, it would get thrown out. It would not actually warrant any of the changes that you believe should come about because of this it is it, I, if if i was a q i'd be ticked 
I would be very, <laughs> I would feel betrayed by cyber ninjas for screwing the pooch this badly. We, uh, we'll be back right after this. It's yeah. the Health Radio Program, Mega Worldwide on WCPT Radio, Chicago's Progressive Talk. Don't forget, patreon.com slash Sparks, great way to support the show. Of course, you can also do that at infotainmentwars.com or fwank.com if you're on Twitch. Oh. We'll be back. Fwank. The show may almost be over, but there's no need to cry, as it's now time for the happy ending. I am happy, you are happy, let us be happy together, whether the weather is cloudy or sunny. I will always be a funny honey bunny, I am lucky, you are lucky, let us get lucky together, whether the weather is cloudy or breezy. I'll be there to say, hey, come on, let's take it easy, because isn't it nice to have the friends that you do, and isn't it nice that the sky is so blue, and isn't it nice to say I love you, chugga chugga choo choo, woo! I am smiling, you are smiling, let us smile together, whether the weather is cloudy or stormy, I will still be there in the morning, I'll be right by your side in the morning, I'll make you breakfast in the morning, I hope that you like cereal. The promos are working. Yeah, no, yeah, you don't. I hope you like cereal, it ends right there, you're doing great. So close to the end. So close to the end, it was just there, if that much. I'm sorry. Like like cereal, that's it. That's it, that was the end of it. It goes clink. It's yeah, yeah. It's Devin should give you a like a sheet, a breakdown. Fear not. <laughs> I'm kidding, of course. Devin, he, there needs to be a whiteboard in there. All the crazy stuff you have to do for Hal's show, and they uh-huh. just squeegee it every Saturday. Um, we do have a, uh, a like a couple of elements of of good news. Um, th- normally I like it to be pure good news. Like there's a story about uh, you know how I was absolutely right about 3D printing, and now that there's a there's a charitable company that's actually working on. Um, uh, printing 3D houses in uh, refugee camps, so, you know, because they're super expensive. They will, uh, they're nearly free in these areas, and they're, they cost about the same as the temporary structures that anybody else puts up, except they are safer, more secure. They are, uh, you know, they can withstand weather and heat and cold and all that kind of stuff. And after you're done, you can bulldoze them, and the concrete's reusable. So, <laughs> like, uh-huh. there's so many upsides to this as people move on and you know transition spaces. It, it, that is the future. It's 3D printing. If you're going to set up a refugee camp, watch for giant spidery robot looking things to roll over an area and print houses over the course of a few days and then they'll move people in it's gonna happen count on it you heard it here for years first now um biden fired trump's head of the social security administration on friday which is you know a good is good news in in and of itself uh andrew saul and um andrew saul seems to be under the impression that he can't be fired so he, this is the good news part of it. He, uh, he's planning on showing up for work on Monday, but digitally. And, I, and to run the company via, to run the Social Security uh, Administration via Zoom. Uh, and he, I guess he's expecting A, for someone to answer, and B, yeah, for like, everyone. What if there's no meeting for him to join? What if the I, password changed? Yeah, right. And, and what if the, yeah. That's it's super easy. Can you? It's sort of the equivalent of like being fired over the weekend, showing up for work on Monday, and your key just jiggles in the lock. It doesn't work. Yeah. You know, they've like no, changed I, the digital. I know key. What my job still was. Yeah, I, this is the new there. guy doing it. Right, um, the Bobcat. You know, <laughs> I lost my job. Why didn't I lose it? 
I don't know what it is still. It's just every time I go there, there's this new guy doing it. Right. <laughs> so that's that's basically um, no word that Andrew Saul is being replaced by Bobcat Goldthwait, who, by the way, is a director <laughs> and works on the Kimmel show right now and is very uh, it w- would actually pe- be pretty great at it. If you bully- if you understand his politics as a human being, <laughs> that's the funny part. He would be much better than Andrew Saul mm-hmm. at running the Social Security. But Saul was fired. He um, they asked for his resignation on Friday morning and he refused. So they went, okay, well, then you're fired. <laughs> I mean, they gave him the out. They were like, dude, yeah. you can you can go and go, I resign. I was a Trump appointee, but I didn't like the way things were going. Do you know all the stories you get to tell yourself as you get to play at CPAC? Yeah. But now there's more money in being uh, fired by Biden would be the argument. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like there, there's you, there's more there's more social capital and more political capital yeah. for saying they fired me, even though you were inept and terrible and all that kind of stuff. Like, don't get me started on Louis Joy quite yet. But um, here's here's a piece of good that postmaster. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that that postmaster. Um, Charlottesville, I think yesterday removed the Robert E. Lee statue, which was the center point of the Unite the Right rally that, uh, you know, um, led to a lot of violence. Um, uh, Trump's famous both sides statement and, you know, and uh, the death of a a protester um, run over by one of the white nationalist dudes who came there to chant carrying tiki torches saying Jews will not replace us. Which is totally not a weird thing to say while you're walking down a street in public yelling at the top and of your lungs. it's so wrong. I mean, and they are. I mean, get over it. Yeah, get, yeah, definitely they're going to – these guys, um, <laughs> Jews are coming across the southern border at a clip right? we've never seen in before. Droves. Yeah, nine-year-old Jews wandering through the <laughs> desert like, where's Moses when you need him? And they got the small hands so they can polish inside the that's missile right, shells. It, that's right. So they're getting hired by, uh, you know, defense contractors <laughs> on our southern border to be paid under the table. I'm sure this story works out in someone's brain somewhere. <laughs> and and, and uh, they're going to make tiki torches for Walmart. Um, <laughs> and I, I mean, th- there's a lot of things that you would expect that group to chant while walking. I I honestly was slightly shocked, and I'm sure you were too, that they weren't saying, like, Mexicans will not replace us or something. You know what I mean? Like, that isn't that the mythology is that they're taking our jobs? I do do not understand the big conspiracy with Jewish people. I I don't. Yeah. 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 I mean, I I have... uh, I've I've tried to wrap my head around it a few times when it wells up. That I mean, I understand sort of ongoing religious battles between sure. you know the concept of Jews, Christians, and and Muslims, and that's you know there's obviously been a seat of uh, a hotbed of uh, difficulty in the Middle East around these very things. Exactly. Um, it, it seems odd to me that it makes evangelical Christians and and Muslim extremists, strange bedfellows in this particular conspiracy. That's always struck me. And and yeah. the other thing is, is that it, it's kind of like the white supremacy argument uh, a little bit as well. That um, when you know, if you're if you're arguing that Jews who represent like like a minuscule number of humans on the planet run everything, and then at the same time talk about how great everything is ultimately run except when it's except when people try to ruin it then aren't you aren't you basically 
congratulating them on a job well done. I don't get it. I don't under. I'm trying to understand it. They come in here and they make everything efficient. Right, right. They roll in here and, and like I. I mean, I'm sure there's leftover stuff. Battles fought for centuries. I mean, effectively, that's what Israeli-Palestinian difficulty is all about. But how it applies to the rest of the world and how Rudy Giuliani can drop George Soros Super Jew into every argument he has every time. It's the weird. Where Hal and I went to high school, that was like we were the minority. We were, absolutely. And it was just a bunch of pleasant people. It was. We're out. We're out of time. But I think ending on the fact that the Jews we went to school, high school with, were a bunch of pleasant people. Even, <laughs> even the ones whose parents Except wouldn't let that me. One, and you know who I mean. Oh boy! But that wasn't because of their Judaism. That was just because no. of their car. Um, yeah. To, so, so thank you to uh, all. Yeah, thanks, Johnny. It's a good way to go out on the show. Thanks to all the Jews we went to high school with. Except the ones whose parents wouldn't let me date them. Um, that was a, that was uh, a, that, that, that I still I still have a chip on my shoulder about that I think yeah. that was the only thing yeah, right follow her on Instagram right <laughs> who doesn't um, anyways <laughs> thanks for joining us everybody uh, have a great week and we'll see you next time. <laughs>